Good afternoon, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to a special edition of Get Real with Rick Dancer. Um, had someone call me up and say, oh my gosh, you're such a great story. You know, the anniversary of the Holly Farm fire is coming up real soon. And for those of us who were evacuated, and I'm one of the lucky ones because I just got evacuated a little bit on the scale, um, but it's kind of a, I don't know, it's one of those days you really don't want to remember very badly, um, but it's something that happened. And, um, and so, uh, you know, a lot of us are starting to think about September 6th and what that meant to us and what was going on. So anyway, I got wind from the wife of Kelly, uh, the man you're going to meet in just a second. And she said, you should talk to these guys because this is kind of an interesting story. And we had both of them on before and we had Tiffany on from when she was evacuated at a motel. Uh, talking about what happened. And so I'm going to bring them on and kind of tell you a little bit more. But first, I want to thank Elements Health Clubs Lane County for sponsoring our show. Um, they're super involved in the community, always want to do things with the community. They're not just a gym where you go work out. It's a place where you get involved and participate. And they have a bunch of specials going on right now uh, to get you in. You can get a membership for $29 a month for a single or $49 a month for an expanded premium package. And they have gyms at West 11th. Uh, Springfield at Gateway area and also Oakways uh, Mall area. They have three different gyms. So they sponsor the show. And uh, so what you guys know, I always guilt you a little bit. If you like our content, uh, then uh, that's how we get it. So, you know, take care of our clients because they take care of us. So first of all, we're going to bring on Tiffany. There's Tiffany. And you have a new name since we were last here. Uh, yes. You got married to that fine young man, didn't you? I did. Look at you. So the other thing we should tell them right off the bat that I think is hilarious is I put out a notice when one of the, the fires burned out my my oven. And then it also a week later, my refrigerator died and I had a full freezer and I just put online, hey, if anybody needs a freezer, well, Tiffany's husband now. Um, notified me and I had no idea. And then Tiffany, he came over and she didn't look the same because it was on the screen. And it was like, and she, I, she drives away with my, my, my freezer. And my wife goes, that's Tiffany, the girl you interviewed that story. And I went, what? Oh my gosh, you didn't say anything. And um, the freezer's still working. Yeah, we have it packed full in the pump house right now. Thank Good. you again. <laughs> you are so welcome. I'm glad somebody got to use it. So, Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you as a firefighter in Junction City up on the top. And so why don't you start, Tiffany, tell us in, in the Reader's Digest condensed version of what happened that day and your side of the story. And then we'll go to Kelly and then we'll talk about what's going on now. Well, the fire started, gave the fire department a call, didn't need to evac. I was working at Voodoo Donuts at the time. I was working graveyard. So about 9.50, 10 o'clock, I headed to work. I got 28 miles down the road to Cedar Flat and got the emergency evac, called my sister. She woke her two six-year-old daughters up and um, I proceeded to walk them through how to get out of the house. She soaked their blankets. The um, windows blew while they were trying to get out of the house. They went the 117 yards through the fire down to the driveway to the road. I was hauling butt all the way back up river with them on speakerphone, going through roadblocks, hollering my address at anybody I could get to, um, trying to tell them that my sister was stuck with our daughters. Um, I ran into a Springfield. Isn't your sister also visually impaired? 
Yeah, she's legally blind, and I do believe it's her right eye. I always get them mixed up. But, yeah, she's legally blind in one eye, so she can't drive. And um, I was riding with the fire department after I wrecked my car trying to get upriver. Uh, they got the call that they had to turn around because winds had shifted. They had to go back down river. So we headed the opposite direction. I got out of that vehicle, started running back up river towards my house, ran into officer Brian DeVault from the Eugene Sheriff's office. He took me part way up. At that point, my sister said she seen headlights. She thought it was us, but it turned out to be Kelly and Dan from the junction city fire department who had turned around and went to find my address after they had heard it over the radio. And um, they picked up my sister, my niece, and my daughter. Uh, we met them down the road um, in Blue River, and we spent the night at the track. So, Kelly, you kind of took a big risk there. Well, yeah. I mean, we did, but, you know, I mean, you know, I – yeah, that's kind of what we knew we had to do. So you saw them and there was, I mean, there was smoke and fire. There was stuff around. I mean, this wasn't like in a safe place. Oh, no, no. It was it was so smoky that um, the only way we spotted them was we spotted the address on the mailbox, which was on the opposite side of the highway from their driveway. And so Dan, Dan Nail that was with me, saw the address. We stopped. And he yelled, this is it. And I turned and looked, and I, I, I saw them huddling underneath a coat right at the edge of the driveway. So um, fortunately, and it was a dark coat. So as smoky as it was, we just barely saw them. So we jumped out and got them loaded back up and turned around and ran over a tree because it, it was so smoky. You couldn't even see where you were going. So, uh, But we made it. And so when did you, where did you find Tiffany? Cause she was down river a little bit, right? Tiffany was back at the kind of the command post with uh, the sheriff's sheriff's department. So Tiffany, when you pulled up to Kelly, what well, are you kind of tell me what that was all about? Uh, I was just kind of staring up into space, hoping that they were going to make it to us. And uh, Brian DeVault said, oh, there they are. And I just jumped out and I opened the door, seeing everybody was fine. And then thanked Kelly and Dan. And we ended up, they drove them up to the track and we got out and they went back out into the fire and we stayed there. So you guys have become pretty close. His wife is now my vet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but you also, so you're, you, I mean, you talk, I mean, you're, you're not just what connected oh, no. for you. Now we're Facebook friends and, you know, we communicate. I was up there today seeing Tiffany and we did a little, little thing for KZI and, and um, I'll probably go back up this weekend. I know Wendy wanted to go up and, and visit. So you got a tattoo, Tiffany, and you can yeah. show that it's right on your chest right up here. Yeah. Now, what, does, it says, what does that say? No, I'm in hell up the McKenzie and more fire than I've ever seen. And who said that? That was the last text that uh, Kelly sent his wife, Wendy, the night of the fire. That was the last thing she heard from him before salt towers and all communication got cut off up here. 
So why did you choose to put that on your body? It's the only thing that can kind of define the magnitude of the fire that night. I'm from Northern California. I've been through wildfires. We've evacuated. I've helped friends with their properties, but it, it was nothing like the holiday farm fire. That was hot and fast. And for somebody of, you know, Kelly, he's not a new firefighter. He's been around the block a lot for him to say and more fire than he's ever seen. It, um, it puts it into perspective for a lot of people when they ask us about it. And I get asked about that tattoo a lot and it has the impact on people that I feel like the story of the fire should. And Kelly, you got a tattoo. I did. So tell us about that one. Uh, it's, it's kind of a memorial uh, tattoo to the fire. And, you know, um, I just included a bunch of things to it. Uh, I, I guess you could be, you know, a memorial to the people of Blue River, too. Um, it has uh, Tiffany's daughter's name, her sister, and her sister's daughter's name on it. Um, has the Blue River sign says "Welcome to Blue River" in in the tattoo, and and it just has most of it is um, a forest fire at the so top why, of it. Fire helmet. Why their names? Uh, just because it was um, a memorable, a memorable moment. You know, I mean, you know, you, you know, it, it, and I guess in the fire service. Yeah, I, I, with me, I mean, you, you train all your life. You do this for years and years and years. I mean, the ultimate goal is to save somebody, you know, um, snatch a life, you know, from from the devil, you know. Um, and and this was my moment, you know, and and I just I wanted to keep that with me forever. So, Tiffany, you're sitting there nodding your head. What are you thinking? I think it's perfect because um, I, I understand the way he's saying that, you know, to snatch a life. And, and that's what he did. We wouldn't have made it to them soon enough, not in a sheriff's rig, not with the two trees that had fallen across the road, especially the one that Kelly had to drive over. You know, um, I think the tattoo is more than fitting. So yeah. you, have your, you, have, you have your two daughters and your sisters because... That guy and his partner were willing yep. to risk their lives to go do something. Yep. And and Kelly's even said he questioned whether they were going to be able to make it out of that or not. But they still made the choice to turn around and make sure that um, my daughter, my niece, and my sister were all all right for as long as they could make sure of it. As long as they could guarantee it for another five or ten minutes, that's what they were going to do. And Tiffany, you still live upriver, don't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> why it's home um this community has come together after the fire so amazingly i don't think i could move anywhere else it wouldn't feel right did it did the fire almost um and i and excuse my language and what i'm going to say here but almost burn into um into existence like it, it, you know what i mean how heat can just kind of connect things and it's like you're 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 melted together as a, as a place, do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
after the fire, we went from having nothing to, I mean, we still live in a fifth wheel. I have a partially finished garage. My house is nowhere to be seen because of lumber prices, but I have a community. I have washers and dryers. I have meals whenever I need them. I have more jobs than I can count if I ever want to, you know, keep working more than two jobs at a time. I have people always reaching out. Can I take Ronnie swimming? Can she come over while my niece and nephew are in town? No, there's, we're stuck here in a good way, in a very, very good way. And Kelly, what do you learn as a firefighter? You know, um, what did you take away from that day that just doesn't go away? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, Rick. Um, you know, we gave our all. I mean, you know, I was willing to, you know, do that that night, you know, to save them people. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, the everlasting friendships, I guess, I, that we've made from what we've done up there. Do you ever sit like both of you did do, do you ever just sit and kind of because i found myself doing this is i when the smoke was coming up the other day and i just sat out in my yard and i was like wow that was so close and you were closer than me tiffany tiffany way closer and kelly but i mean i think there's just thousands of oregonians who will never be the same because we we experienced this kind of like when when i had cancer people would say you know why do you why do you have this new attitude like you can do anything? It's like because I did have to stare death in the face and 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 you walked away. Um, I didn't stare death in the face, but I, I looked at my house and left for the last time and thought, honestly thought I may never see this again. And you guys, I mean, Kelly, you chose to go in and lose your yeah. life if you had to to save people. And Tiffany, you chose to drive all the way back into hell. So you got out of hell and you drove back into it because your family was there. You, you don't, that doesn't, that, that changes you, doesn't it? It, it does to, to a point, but it also gives you this little bit of resilience of it's not the stuff that makes a home. I have my husband, I have my daughter, I have my community that's home. And that's more home than it ever was with a house and a fence on the property. Yeah. Do you think sometimes, Kelly, that you, um, you know, you're from Junction City and now you're connected to the McKinsey Valley uh, <laughs> eternally? <laughs> yeah. It's, never it's a, Go ahead. It's, it's a beautiful place up there. I mean, it just, you know, it was the first time I saw it after, you know, after the fire in the daylight was the I hadn't seen it other than at night and then on all the smoke, but we came back through and it was, it was extremely heartbreaking. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful place up there and, and it's today I was back up there again today and it was extremely heartwarming to see people starting to rebuild. Isn't, and, that, um, isn't that weird? That yeah. Activity smiling. And you see like the greenery starting to come back. I mean, and there's all this the ferns. Don't yep. you think, Tiffany, if you sit here and get really like, you know, artsy and weird about this whole thing, there's something about the death and this resurrection of the ground 
that happens and it happens in people too, where yes, it was hard and we lost some things and there's still reminders of those things we lost, but then there's this new growth that's coming in and it, it's, it, you, it's taking the opportunity to do that. And you obviously got yes. married and you know, things change like that. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it yep. makes you, willing, does it make you more willing to risk things a little bit? No, no, I'm more stuck in my comfort zone now with no changes than I ever was before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like change anymore. I, I want my old regular worn-in pants. I don't want new anymore. Well, I think you're going to get a lot more new. As you're, you're a young kid. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I could look at you and go, mm, yeah, you're going to get some of that. But you know what, honey? You are, you're resilient and you're tough. Tough as nails. Yeah. You know? Does your husband tell you that? No, he tells me I'm obnoxious and difficult, which he's right at that, too. <laughs> well, he still loves you. So what's that say about him? Huh? That's right. That's you right. Know. We're stuck rebuilding and living in a fifth wheel. So that's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for coming on and just chatting a little bit and telling your story. I love seeing the goodness that comes out of horror and um this has been a really interesting story all the way around and i'm so glad that wendy called me today and said rick you gotta you gotta talk to these two because that was well worth it so thank you both for what you do um kelly see you in montana and Thanks, rick. Uh, and tiffany i will talk with you soon keep that freezer absolutely hold. oh i will okay. thanks for your patience all right see you guys later bye-bye see ya so that's uh, kind of the end of a story, um, or actually maybe the beginning, you know, with so much going on in the world right now and so much negativity and stuff. Isn't it nice to to see people coming together like that and the memories and the, the, the stuff that happens and the goodness that can come out of really bad things? Maybe goodness will come out of all of this. You know, I, I, I'm a strong believer that, you know, there's a plan and um Maybe we just need to step back a little bit sometimes and allow that plan uh, to, to, to move itself out and not get in the way. So I don't know. It's it's a, a great thing. So, you know, on the um, it's a beginning. Yeah, I think, you know, I think the good thing, if I could get just you know a little personal, I think the good thing is that once you've been through something like this, I think it makes it just you realize it's kind of like going through cancer and all those other things we beat it. I'm a survivor. You're a survivor. Um, we can get through this stuff and um, it can make us stronger or it can make us bitter. And I want to choose over, I want to choose better over bitter. And, um, but it also gives us a point where you can change and move into something new in your life. And maybe that's going to happen for all of us. Who knows? But on the, on, on September 6th, would you guys just kind of say a little prayer? Uh, for the people of the McKinsey River, because that's a heartwarming story, but there's many, many stories of of people that are still trying to get money, trying to get permits from the county, God, you know, trying to get their houses rebuilt and their lives rebuilt, and they're not. And even Tiffany said they're still living in a fifth wheeler. So it's it's there's a lot that needs to happen, and so you know, be praying for the people up there. Um, and uh, if you're ever looking for rugged. Um, you go up to go up McKinsey River Valley. That's where the rugged people live. <laughs> and I mean rugged in a really good way. 
All right. Um, I am Rick Dancer. Again, we want to thank Elements Health Clubs of Lane County for sponsoring our show. Now, three locations, West 11th, uh, Springfield over by Game Farm Road, and also Oakway. And um, right now they're doing a special for a young man named uh, Zayden, who is, uh, has some pretty severe cancer problems going on. You can go in and ask to find out more about that, but membership's $29 and $49 a month per person. Uh, really nice clubs, nice gyms. And what you got to remember too is they support our they support our community. We're doing this because they are supporting that and sponsoring these shows. And that's how we get to do what we do. All right, we will be back tonight at five because this was a special show. Tonight at five o'clock, a lot of parents are looking for new ways to educate their kids because they either don't want them wearing masks all day in school or they don't like some of the curriculum that's being talked about. So tonight we have an organization that has some local, it's an internet school, but they're gonna talk with us about some questions that people might have and how you can integrate your kids in that and also get them socialized at the same time. So to give you some options, I have a lot of people write me and say, what are we supposed to do? I don't wanna put my kids in public school. I wanna get them out, I wanna do something else. Well, this will give you an idea. We're not trying to say this is what you need to do. We're just saying, here's an option. You might check this out and find out more about it. So that's tonight at five o'clock right here on Get Real with Rick Dancer, sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry tonight. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for being here.